Welcome. You are listening to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. And I'm Melanie, Lori's very grateful co-host. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Melanie. Hey, Lori. We just got back from Italy. What a fantastic journey. It was fantastic. Oh, my God. It was so incredible. We did the Women's Workshop Retreat there in Lucca, Italy, and it was just magical. Well, Lori, did, you did such a fantastic job of creating this Best Life, Best You workshop, and then leading it and bringing in these fantastic women who just gained so much. It's so valuable. And I gained so much from it. Well, thank you. And I gained so much from the women and from you who contributed some wonderful things about yoni yoga. We did some exercises. We really had a wonderful time. Not only did we have great transformational discussions and exercises during the day, during our few hours that we met for the workshop piece. But during the day and the evenings, we had so many great experiences, such a good time. And the weather was good to us. <laughs> we, yes. were, we were a little concerned, but it was incredible. We're doing it again next May. So if any of you are interested now, we're going to start interviewing people because we need to get all of the information of who is going definitely within the next couple months so we can get apartments and all of those things and people need to get their flights. But you can go to bestlifebestyou.com and we're doing a workshop for couples as well. And if you're interested in that, there's just going to be three or four couples. So again, handpicked, we do need to make sure that everybody fits well. So we are making sure to really check out what your needs are, what you want, make sure it's a good fit. So if you are interested and you would like to talk to me and see if you are a possible fit or if it's something that you want, then you can certainly contact me at laureatedrlauriebuckley.com and you can go to the website retreatsforlove.com. It was just so incredible. We're still sort of basking in the glow of mm -hmm. Italy and all of the things that we experienced. And all of the women were so brave and wonderful, really wonderful. And I always gain a lot from those sorts of things. So I gain as much as the women who are participating, I feel. I learn a lot. And I'm always in awe of everybody's openness and courage and the desire to grow. It's incredible. And I feel like Every woman, including me, did grow. I took these exercises that you offered and I applied them to my life. And I noticed that since I've been back, since I've been applying them, I'm so much more conscious of some of my limiting beliefs, for example, and other types of other things that have just been holding me back. And I'm really... I'm, I'm feeling the benefits of it so mm. tremendously. So thank you for sharing the gifts and for giving me the opportunity to experience this with you, Lori. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. And like I said, you contributed so much and, you know, I really do consider it an honor and it makes me so happy to hear <laughs> that <laughs> yes. you're taking the things and carrying it on to oh, your yeah. life. We're also having a follow-up meeting in September. So that's going to be really nice too. And we want to make sure everybody's still on track. So we don't just do the workshop and then it's done. We have a follow-up workshop and people are invited to come back next year. So check it out if it's something that you're interested in. I promise you it will be worth your while. And who knows if we have a lot of interest, we can always add more. We're thinking maybe we'll add one in the fall as well. Beautiful there in the fall. Mm -hmm. But the spring is pretty nice. Mm -hmm. So today I thought we would talk about play dates. Now, Lots of therapists and books and magazine articles, blogs, whatever it is that talk about couples who are maybe in a rut or not doing so well. They talk about date night. 
For me, date night is very limiting. So when I talk to couples and they say, oh, yeah, we do date night or we don't do date night, when I ask them what that means, it basically means that they go to dinner. They go to dinner, maybe a movie, maybe they have sex, although I do think that date night and sex usually don't work out very well. If you go to a nice dinner and then a movie, you get home, usually the last thing you feel like doing is having sex, I find. So play date just gives you more options. What do you think of when you think of play date? Well, I like what you're saying. For me, play date, I like to get creative because I do have a tantric background. And I like to bring that sensuality of Tantra to my dates occasionally. Mm -hmm. So sometimes the play translates into just having fun and connecting in energetic ways or doing fun little exercises with feeding each other sensual fruit or touching (laughs) or massage Um, and then maybe going to dinner or then having sex or whatever. So to me, that's the kind of play I'm thinking of. I love that. And that's the point, right? That it starts to bring up this idea of play, which we all need more play. And it's easy to get caught up in the responsibilities of life. We work, we're parents, we've got bills to pay and dishes to wash. And yes, going out to dinner is nice, but not necessarily fun or playful. So all of the examples you gave are great examples of what a play date could mean. Plus, it's not even necessarily at night. Mm-hmm. It could be all day. So I came up with an acronym. So oh, I love acronyms. <laughs> so here's what I created. So P is for priority. So when you put a play date on your calendar, you're making it a priority. And you're saying this is important. And it's something that you are taking time to do. You're not just, oh, well, maybe we could do this or maybe we could do that. You're planning it. So P could also be for planning. I just, just thought of that. So <laughs> it's planning, it's priority, and it's it's bigger. And playfulness. Oh, and my goodness. Go. <laughs> it's all of these things. So it's planning, it's priority, it's, it's well, play isn't the thing, but we'll just call it playfulness. L is for laughter. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Right? Such a, a turn on. It's laughter, and it can also be for longing. So something that you're longing for, that play, that lightness, that laughter, that fun. So important. So we need to laugh more. I really do believe that couples who laugh together, not only do they stay together, but they have better sex. I believe it. I believe it. I know. I I think that's a big turn on for a lot of people is a sense of humor, the, the ease of laughing, the um, the joy of hearing something that'll make you laugh and then making somebody laugh. That's that's fun. That's a fun exchange. It really is. We like it when people laugh at our jokes. Mm-hmm. And also there's something with couples who've been together for a while or couples who are really close. They have like those little, those little secret things, those little secret jokes, you know, things that nobody else would get that something happens or they see something or they say something, they know what it means, but nobody else does. <laughs> and they can laugh. And sometimes a big, deep belly laugh is is the best, especially when nobody else knows what you're talking about. I, I have many nights where I have, I, I'm a laugher, where <laughs> I just got the giggles. I could not stop. Like tears coming from my eyes, laughing so hard. And there's something really releasing about that. Chemically, I just think it's an incredible thing. And I do believe it's healing as well. A is for affection. Mm -hmm. So to be affectionate, it's not always about sex. 
Oftentimes, it's about affectionate touch, non-sexual touch, which is something that a lot of couples lose over time. And it's so important. So just because you grab your partner and you kiss them or you touch them or you rub them doesn't necessarily mean that you want to have sex. And I think a lot of people start to believe, "Uh uh-oh, he wants to have sex, she wants to have sex, or they don't touch their partner because they think that their partner will think that they want to have sex and they don't. So it gives some room for touching and playfulness without any expectation or goal, which is really important. It is. One of my favorite things to do, which is touching, but it doesn't necessarily need to lead to sex, but it could, is slow dancing. Like mm-hmm. go get together with your partner and you could do it at any time. You hear a song on the radio or you or you play a song that you love on your let me see. What do people listen to music on? Well, these now days? we stream. Okay, we so stream, you stream so it's a on, on Alexa <laughs> or you. <laughs> I'm out of it. Okay, <laughs> you put in your your eight track tape. <laughs> That's what I do. Oh, no, that's not. Your cassette. Oh, no, no, that's not right. Your your CD. Oh, no, no, we don't have those anymore either. Your iTunes. Oh, no, that's gone too. (laughs) So you play a song you love and, and you just grab your partner and just slow dance and feel that body heat, feel the movement of each other's bodies, kissing each other's neck, looking into each other's eyes, maybe even just having fun, doing a little cha-cha-cha or a little uh, <laughs> dipping, and, and it's so fun. It's, I know. And it's really sexy. And sensual. Yes. I love that. Also, just dancing. It doesn't have to be slow, yes. yep. but it can be. Uh, yeah, dancing is a really great thing. Or That's... dancing with your par- for your partner, which, I, which I've done before. Yes. I like it. I'm a little bit of an exhibitionist every now and then. You're a lot of an exhibitionist. <laughs> so. So, yeah, and that is really fun. And that usually will bring on some laughter, at least initially, because we were like, oh, Oh, it feels really <laughs> uncomfortable. And that's okay. But then you get into it and then the laughter subsides and it becomes mm-hmm. something else, right? <laughs> yes. So much fun. A little strip tease. Remember I had a party, I don't know, it was probably about five, six years ago. It was a long time. It was, yeah, it was 2013, I think it was. Maybe even 2012. Remember I had the girlfriend appreciation party? Yes. And we had a stripper come and she gave us all boas and she taught yep. us how to do a seductive dance. Do you remember? We I had gloves do, and boas. Was. Yes. Yes. And that's a it. really fun thing to do. And I learned a lot from her. Yeah. I learned moves, you know, hip moves and shoulder moves I never knew before. And yeah, it's really fun. That's to, a fun thing to do. It really is. And especially if you can use it on somebody, your partner, it's a good skill to have. Absolutely. <laughs> Couldn't hurt. And again, that's fun, right? Yes. That's playful. So you can add that into the date. The why is why you're there. Remember why you're with this person, why you fell in love with them, what it is that you want to achieve. And that's not its goal focused, but intention, an intention to really devote a certain amount of hours could be a whole day because remember, it doesn't have to be at night. It could be in the morning or the afternoon. Why is it that you're there? It's to let your partner know that you love them. It is to have a respite from all of our daily chores and grinds and responsibilities. It's always important to remember why you fell in love with this person in the first place. And we do forget that. We start to take people for granted when they've been in our life for a while. So I think that that's an important one. And when you're doing it with somebody that you love, you can feel safe. 
but it's also a stretch. It'll help you grow. And that's, I think, one of the great benefits of being in a playful situation. Add more of a connection to cement your relationship even more. Yeah. I, I agree. And you can take turns doing these things. There's lots of ways to do it. For D, I came up with the word date, where you really do... Treat it as if it is a date. In other words, typically when we think about date night, again, it's kind of like, okay, we're going to go to dinner and we're going to do this thing. But if you think about what a date was when you first met your partner, what a date traditionally is, it's so much bigger than that. So it's not just putting something on the calendar, but it is really being mindful and intentional about what you're going to wear, what you are going to say, what the things that you want to be feeling and that you're going to be doing. Women are going to shave their legs. Men are going to shave their face, maybe put on a little cologne, a little something extra, get your hair done. It's those things that we tend to not do when we've been in a relationship for a while. So to treat it as a real date, plan it, take the extra time, make the extra effort. And that's a really important thing rather than just sort of like, okay, well, let's just go on a date today or let's just do this. It is really in the the planning of it. And I think that that's an important thing. And then another A, we're going to say anticipation. Mm, I love that. And when you know that you're planning for it and you have it on the calendar and it's something Mm -hmm. to look forward to, just like when we dated when we first met, Mm -hmm. you anticipate that and you look forward to that. So it's really an important part of it. It is. Carly Simon's song comes to mind. Yes. Anticipation (laughs) is making me wait. (laughs) And there's something about waiting that's that adds to the excitement. Well, we desire what we don't have, right? Exactly. Yeah. So if we have to wait for it, it it just it adds to the experience. Yes. So I love that. And then T is time together alone. So Mm. your friends aren't there, your kids aren't there. This is something for you two to do alone time together, a good amount of time. And it's not going to see a movie where you're together, but not really. Uh, And again, experiences that you may not have even thought of that take more time that you generally don't get to do. Maybe it's going on a very long hike, or maybe it's even spending the night at a hotel. It could even be a hotel down the street. Yes. But that time together alone is so important for a connection. And it's hard for people to create that time. And E is for excitement it's for experiences. We remember experiences more than we do things that were given to us. So somebody can get us a nice gift and not that we don't want that. That's always appreciated. (laughs) Keep the gifts coming. Um, But but the experiences Mm -hmm. are things that we remember, that we always remember, especially if it's something really special. So experiences are, are so important. And the excitement creates dopamine and dopamine creates passion. And that's the thing that we have in new relationships that goes away after we've been together for a while. So those things, and you think about what they can contribute to you individually in your life and your life happiness, but also to your relationship, they're huge. They really are. So I want to get people thinking about playing, having fun, creating that time, all of those things that we're talking about, creating experiences together, laughing together, being affectionate, making your relationship and your partner a priority. And that is what a play date can do. That one simple concept. I love this, Lori. I really do. And I think this is a good exercise to help us 
to get creative. Imagine spending the time to figure out what you can do to please your partner. And when your partner receives it, and I mean, you could either plan it together or you could make it the surprise and you could make it the special thing. But when you realize how much consideration your partner is giving to you, it is a gift and that gift of experience that will definitely help to bond you, to help the relationship grow, to increase your love. So creativity, having this kind of an opportunity to be loving and caring and giving to your partner, I can't imagine anything better. Yeah. And it can be sexual. So Mm. it can be a sexual play date, Mm. which is what you were talking about at the beginning, adding in a sensual experience, eating a meal together in bed, you know, which I talk about, which I think is always so much fun, mindful eating, seductive eating. Uh, but it is definitely something that you can create around a sexual experience. Could be giving each other massages, or it could be exploring each other's bodies in a sexual way. It could be trying out new Tantra positions and techniques, which you, there's books, really great oh, yeah. books. Tantra for Dummies is a great book. Mm. The dummy books, usually they're really good. I really do like that book. It makes it very simple. They show you pictures. There's different exercises you can do. You can also hire a Tantra instructor or go to a Tantra workshop, which mm-hmm. is what Melanie does. And you can go to her website and get some information on that. Positiveenergywoman.com. There you go. That's a great play date all by itself, as a matter of fact. It actually is. It's very powerful. And I do work with couples and just to help them become aware of what's possible. You know, we're not taught this in school. No. So (laughs) unfortunately, yeah. And it's very helpful. Yeah, it really is a a great idea. So, so many different things that you can do and you can plan it together. You can sit down together. This is a whole date by itself, which a lot of my couples really enjoy doing. They just sit down and make a list of things that they would like to do, experiences that they would like to have together, kind of like a bucket list. And then they create times on their calendar when they're going to do those. But there can also be the surprise. And I'm going to say if your partner is doing something and going out of their way and really planning something special for you, even though it may not be perfect or what you would like to do, to receive it, to receive it with gratitude and love because they're taking that time for you to make you happy. And that's a time that complaining is not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Rarely does complaining work, by the way. You really want to show your appreciation because you want that behavior to continue, right? Positive reinforcement. And then you want to do the same and create a great experience. And sometimes you will create an experience that you want, that you would Mm -hmm. like, and Mm -hmm. you're going to have your partner join you. Sometimes you're going to create an experience for your partner that maybe it's not something you would do, but you know your partner will love. That's great. And sometimes you'll do it together. And I think when Mm -hmm. you have a mix of all of those things, it really is wonderful. Because when you do something that you like, that you're not sure if your partner would like, there is an opportunity opportunity for them to learn something and experience something that they may not have otherwise, and they might really love it. Yep. So I encourage all of you listeners, go out there, schedule some play dates, put it on the calendar, have fun with it. Let us know about your experiences because we always want to hear about success stories and experiences. That's a wonderful thing. And if you have any questions, you know how to reach me. You can email me at laurie at drlauriebuckley.com and you have Melanie's website. If you want to repeat that again, if you want to check out some Tantra classes or workshops. Sure. It's positiveenergywoman.com. Wonderful. And again, if you're interested in any of the workshops, you can go to my regular website, drlauriebuckley.com or you can go to bestlifebestyou.com or retreatsforlove.com and get more information. I hope to hear from you. 
As always, I appreciate you being here, Melanie. Thank you. And listeners, I appreciate you taking the time to to listen and tune into our show. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, Melanie.